0: You are Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: What is good, Panther Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast covering everything Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today, I am Nick Fairball. Follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Fairbaugh. I write for Pittsburgh Sports Now. I work at the WPTS radio station there in the William Pitt Union. And I am a production assistant at ACC Network. Got a lot of good things coming up. Alan Saunders still with us today talking a little bit about the linebacker situation. And we will preview Western Michigan today. can they be a trap game? What do they bring to the table? And what issues can they bring for the Panthers offensively and defensively. And also, we will talk about Jay Vidovich's group. Back in the top five. They're ranked number five. They look like they're back on track. Two big wins over nice opponents. What is going on there in the men's soccer program now after they have righted the ship? All that and more coming up on Locked on Pit. Panther Nation, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. Back here with Alan Saunders. And don't forget to check out Locked On ACC. There's no better place to get all of your ACC conference news than the Locked On ACC podcast hosted by Candace Cooper. Follow the Locked On ACC podcast on the Audacity app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Alan. But I, another thing on the defense I want to talk about it that's concerning to me is the linebackers and, and mainly the middle of the field. I thought the linebackers struggled a bit more than I thought they would. And down the stretch specifically, they were great against the run, great against the run, but I thought in coverage, I think Patrician was picked on a little bit too much in coverage. Um, even, even Denise had a few false keys. He kind of hit on to show his inexperience as well. And then obviously when we talk about Cam Bright, you just can't get duped up by Hendon Hooker on third and 18. Um, but I, I think, I mean, what do you kind of think of the linebacker room? Davis got banged up as well. I mean, I I thought they were deep coming into the year, but they did struggle, I think, on Saturday.
0: I thought Phil Campbell had a really good game, Um, and he's probably – I think that money position is where they're the the most solid because you have Pine behind Campbell, Bangley Kamara behind the two of them. I I, I would trust all three of those guys to handle the responsibilities of that role. I think where they're struggling is the guys that play more in space, the Mike and the star. Um, I think – Patrician playing the star works against some teams, but not to me against a team like Tennessee with some elite athletes. He's just not quite fast enough to keep up. Uh, You saw on the the big Joe Milton run uh, in the first quarter where I think Brandon Hill was like 15 yards farther away from Milton when he crossed the line of scrimmage and he got to Milton before Patrician did. And Brandon Hill is not the world's fastest defensive back. I mean, he's like a big sort of bulky defensive back, uh, that kind of shows you uh, the difference between like a cambright type and a John Patrician type at that star spot. And they have Patrician playing that third down role. What Tennessee does is they don't let you get into your packages, right? Because they go tempo and then you, you can't use all those very specific third down roles that Pitt likes to carve out for people that kind of get stuck in personnel in places where they don't like them. And I think that happened a lot in that game and that's kind of what you saw with partition where they want him in that third down roll, but Oh wait, now they're going tempo. Now he's stuck out there. Now, what do we do? Okay. Well, we're not going to have him play a quarter. So we're going to leave him at linebacker when he gets stuck out there. And now he's got to play in space. So I just think some of those things, Um, some, some kinks that probably still need to be worked out in the rotation as well. Uh, If Wendell Davis is okay. And obviously I don't know whether he is or he isn't, he needs to play more than he did in that game uh, because I I thought they uh, used too much of Servassier Dennis. He's a guy that played really, really well last year as that like fourth linebacker extra guy use him as a rotation piece. I just, I think from a above-the-shoulders perspective, you're better off with Davis as the diagnosing linebacker and letting Dennis kind of play a, a more free style of football. Yeah, I'm not completely
1: sold that Dennis is a is a Mike either. I mean, he yeah, can I fit there, but I think he might be better elsewhere um, at either the star or the money. I think he could do both of those. I mean, he could play all three, but Mike I think might be the weakest of his. Because again, you have to use your head so much with that. And granted, I think Denise has an NFL future. I, I think he's that good, but I don't know if he's completely ready to take on a micro. And he's not going to be a mic in the NFL either. I, I don't see that happening for him. So when you look at that, I think he's a physical guy. He's an athletic guy. He's a guy that you let shoot gaps and just play right. He's not a guy that you let that has to be on the balls of his feet and move like this in space you
0: and then you yeah. put chase uh, chase pine and phil campbell are going to graduate after this year and you move Servassi dennis to, to the money and you leave him there because he's going to be really good there i, I and think wendell that's da- and wendell davis is a much more natural middle linebacker yeah i think that's exactly
1: what they will do and i think it's the right decision um i think that that's exactly what they need to do but again i am a little bit concerned about those linebackers princeton fant and jacob martin are like not world leaders either i mean they I mean, it was just niche plays. I mean, it was, you know, just a fake quarterback draw and hooker just threw it over the top, but no one in the
0: middle of the field. I mean, stuff like that is just concerning. And and they have seen that play work against them. Miami did it twice last year, too, that almost identical concept. Um, That's been a thing for a little while now. Yeah, and they
1: have to fix that. They have to work on that for sure. They have to do something. I mean, it really – against quarters, it really shouldn't be working either. I mean, as long as everyone holds their assignment, it shouldn't work or it'll be a very tough pass up the seam. But it has been a big-time disappointment uh, in, in terms of the middle of the field coverage. And I think the I think they had – I think uh, when you look at what Tennessee had in the middle of the field compared to the boundary, it had like two – EP. I think it was a like 2.09 EPA – in the middle of the field, they had negative everywhere else in the football field. Right between the hashes, they had positive. So they they really targeted that middle of that field defensively. I mean, offensively, excuse me. Now, looking forward to Western Michigan, do you view this as
0: a trap game for Pitt? Yeah, I mean, I don't think – I mean, I I can't sit here and tell you that I've, like, you know, spent hours scouting the MAC, but I don't think Western Michigan is, like – actually good. I don't think they're like some contender to be the group of five New year's Six team or something like that. But it is a trap game because they're they're good enough to win a game like this. And it's coming off a big win and Pitt could have a letdown. Yeah and I think also they have a good quarterback over there at Western
1: Michigan. I really like Caleb Ellaby. Um but the question is is he gonna get any there? Um, but Pitt. I think they're getting they, Sky Moore
0: back uh, for this game. They didn't have him last week. Yeah, I it think depends.
1: Was... I don't know if he'll be back or not. I know he got hurt in the first game against Michigan, but if they have him back, it could also be dangerous there, and it'll be a nice test for these defensive backs as well. But as long as Pitt does what they need to do, I think they should come out with a win. And they should be going. They should be four and going to Atlanta. That that should be the expectation. Pretty simply, Fifth, they're oh, what half point favorites. I'll if, go one further. They should be five and going to Virginia Tech. Georgia Tech's awful. The only reason you don't say completely is because I think there is the potential for a Jeff Sims breakout game that we've been waiting forever. And he really has never had it. Um, They keep saying Jeff Sims is going to be the future and it hasn't completely come yet, but Jameer Gibbs is very talented,
0: but that Georgia tech defense is awful. It's truly awful. So I'm just going to throw this out here and the Sagarin ratings this week, which are not like the Bible or anything like that, but that's a, it's a fair place to start. If you're, you're trying to compare two teams, uh, Western Michigan is sixty nine and Georgia Tech is eighty four, so that's, well, that's uh, that should tell you about how how difficult those two games are going to be. Yeah, and I mean
1: Pitt should go into Blacksburg five and zero, and they're probably ranked at that point. So expect- I think they'll be ranked if they win these two, even before they go to Georgia Tech. I think they'll be ranked if they're four and zero. They absolutely could be, um, but again, I think Pitt needs to come out of of this stretch four and zero at least, and then probably five and zero as well. All right, that's all we have on Locked on Pit, Alan. you were a great guest. Plug your stuff. Tell them where they could find you and where they can read your
0: stuff. Uh, You can find my pit stuff at Pittsburgh Sports Now. I also cover everything else under the sun for Pittsburgh Sports Now and that family website. Steeler stuff alongside Nick at SteelersNow.com. And uh, whatever else you want, we got the whole – uh, we run the gamut here. What? Just pick one. You know, pit basketball. George michaelowski's doing a good job right now. A, Penn State football. We got. Uh, we got. Uh, we got an opening there. You can know, a writer. I need one. Doing <laughs> but, that on uh, a pit podcast, huh? <laughs> we we uh we we'll get it done. We will get it done. But yeah, we we hey we embrace the rivalry at uh, at Pittsburgh sports. Now we're all about it. I just had a 13-9 tweet. Come on. Alright folks, make sure to check out all of Alan's work where he said
1: and make sure to follow him on Twitter at a saunders underscore pgh. Coming back on Locked On Pit, we will talk about Western Michigan, preview them and what potential issues they can give for the Panthers. But before we do that, don't forget about Bet Online, AG. Please go over there. Negative 15 is the spread right now for Pitt versus Western Michigan, and Bed Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. This season, if you want to put some money down to pit cover that spread against Western Michigan, preview that, of course. But with an updated new site interface, even more odds, props, and contestbetonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. So don't forget to head over to the website with your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That du- That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL 100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. It's your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON against promo code LOCKEDON. They're over there at BetOnline.ag. Maybe put some money down on this pit Western Michigan game, if you're insane enough to do that. Alright, folks, welcome back to the Locked on Pit podcast. Ready to preview a little bit of Western Michigan and what they have coming for the Panthers here. Again, pit favored by 15. Coming into this game, it's at Heinz Field at noon. And you know, Western Michigan got the rails beaten off them against Michigan in the big house. Kind of expected. But Western Michigan has a few things that I think could potentially give Pitt a little bit of trouble. Again, I I'm not calling this a game where I think Pitt's in danger of being upset, but there is talent here on Western Michigan. And I think that starts with quarterback Caleb Ellaby. Um, I really like Caleb Ellaby. I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in the MAC, if not maybe the best in the MAC. He's a guy that can make throws off of platform, different platforms. He's got a very strong arm, so he can push the football down the field. He's pretty accurate to all three levels of the field. You know, it's not that he's this great quarterback, but he has NFL potential. You know, he's athletic, he can move outside the pocket, he can make things happen. He's a good football player. And, you know, the thing he really does struggle with is those mental processing things. But against Pitt, I mean, it's not crazy hard to, to process against Pitt, right? I mean, it's just press quarters every game. But I do think that's also something... That, Ellaby might be able to exploit a little bit down the football field. So I do think Ellaby brings some things that could be dangerous, but but again, you don't want to overreact to that. And, and Caleb Ellaby, while talented, it's about who's going to be around there to help him. Now, Sky Moore got hurt against Michigan. He's their best receiver by far. A local product actually of Pittsburgh, and and he's a guy that is a very good player, he's a guy that is good after the catch, he can win over the middle of the field, if he can suit up, I think that'll give them a little bit more trouble, but again, he's potentially hurt, and outside of that, I'm just not really super impressed, um, I mean, Jalen Hall, Corey Crooms, Bryce Nunnally, Sean Tyler, I mean, there's some decent play in that that room, Jalen Hall is a little bit of a speedster, but you know nothing like they saw at Tennessee, Corey Crooms is a is a guy that has some shifty ability in space. But it, it's not something where you look at this and, and you're you know you're shivering and in fear, right? You're just not. I mean, that's the whole point of it. I, I think that it's a passing game that can be elevated by lb at different times if he can make plays outside the pocket. So you want to contain him. So similar to, you know. They didn't really do it with Hendon Hooker, because Hooker was more of a pure runner, but LB can get outside the pocket and actually throw the football down the field. So this is something that he really hasn't faced yet this year, and we'll see how they deal with it against LB, the out-of-structure stuff. He will also use his legs to take off. He hasn't been super productive in that area this year, but he does have the capability. Uh, he's not a Hendon Hooker type that'll you know shake you out like he did Cam Bright, but Ellaby uh, is capable of moving and getting some quality yards um, on the ground. On the ground, I mean, that's kind of what they they did last week against Illinois State. And again, it's Illinois State. But you do look at that, and it, it's, a, it's probably what they would crutch themselves on if they could. Now, that doesn't mean it will. Because again, you look at what they did bring to the table on the ground against Michigan. Didn't really do much, right? But when you come into a game against Illinois State, you're trying just to get it right. So 233 yards on 51 carries is good. I mean, Ladarius Jefferson, 106 yards and two touchdowns. Sean Tyler, 78 yards on 15 carries. Right? I mean, listen. That's a good game for Western Michigan to get their stuff back, and they're probably feeling better about themselves. But again, offensively, I don't think this team's uh crazy team that's going to kick you in the mouth. You're not going to do it. You know, they didn't take a ton of deep shots against Illinois State. They tried against Michigan. Nothing was really working there. And Pitt has a lot of DB talent still. The offensive line looks good. I will say that. You know, it's different against Aiden Hutchinson on the edge. Pitt does have Kalijah Cansey. Pitt also has, you know, a lot of talent as Alexander Nado. I expect the pass versus still be a very solid unit for Pitt. I think they're going to get home. But, again, you know, you just have to watch for Ellaby. He's a guy that can create explosive plays. He's a guy that, that can, if they keep him clean, I'll say this, if they keep him relatively clean, his arm strength that zip throws over the middle of the field off play action and use his ability to really just process the ability Um It it can work. It can work and be a little bit frustrating for Pitt's offense. So, just don't want to lull to sleep against a guy like Caleb Ellaby. He's a good quarterback, and and he's going to be a guy that could give him trouble. I'm not too worried about Jefferson or Tyler, while those two do have talent. Pitt's pretty been been very solid on the ground uh, defensively. Now, the defense of Western Michigan is where we get into different types of, of waters, I guess you can say. You know, they they lost two starters against Michigan. Ryan Sealing, one of their linebackers, and Delano where a safety. They were out against Illinois State. Again, status kind of up in the air for Saturday. But when you look at what they had on Saturday against Illinois State, Corvin Moment, three tackles for a loss. Matthew Stuckey, four run stops in a sack. Ali Fayed. He was in the backfield all day. Six pressures. And you know, Marshawn Nealand did get hurt, but he also had a good game. Um, Deshaun Busell, he had a pass breakup. Kenny Lovey. This is a guy that broke up two passes, right? And and a former pit player as well, Bryson Garner had a pick. So you, you look at kind of stuff that they bring to the table, I mean, it's it's a it's a defense that's gonna be coming in a little confident. It's a defense that's going to be coming in, and, and I think playing at a, at a high level. They, they feel that they can maybe compete with a a type of offense that Kenny Pickett runs, maybe. Right? But Kenny Pickett was so phenomenal against Tennessee. You need to make sure that you continue to up that level. So, th- again, this, this MSC Michigan team, they're coming off a very good game. They blanked. Illinois State, that defense plate. Well, they have some talented guys. No real stick out guys, right? No guys that'll jump off the screen at you. LB's kind of the best player on this team. Corey Crooms is a decent receiver as well. He's a guy that can go up and get it. He's only a sophomore. He's a he's a pretty solid football player. But I think Crooms is the guy that took maybe if they throw a fifty fifty ball, he can go up and get it. But listen you look at some injuries that they could get, they could get Sky Moore back. Huge. Just huge return if they get him back. Uh, Neeland if he comes back. Get Sealing and Ware come back. This can be a, a healthier team that can really wrap in and, and potentially be feeling good. Um, so, so just don't fall asleep early. Again, Pitt's the better team here. They'll have matches matchups to exploit. But when you look at a team like Western Michigan with a quarterback like Caleb Ellaby, you just don't want to fall asleep. It's not a great team. It's not a team that's going to blow your socks off with, you know, great play and NFL talent. They're not this sleeping giant in the MAC, but they can be a tough out for a team like Pitt that coming off a win in on the road against Tennessee, you might lull sleep a little bit. Pitt just needs to get off to a fast start. Really put this game away early and make sure that they don't let Ellaby and this offense establish a rhythm and make sure that this defense doesn't continue to gain confidence. All right, folks. When we come back, we will talk about Pitt men's soccer and the adjustments they have made and also the rising star that is Rodrigo Almeida. However, first, folks, you need to make sure that you check out BuiltBar.com. Very delicious, very delicious bars, best tasting protein bar ever, folks. Nine different flavors, coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, a little bit for everyone, right? Can't really go wrong. I mean, there's so many flavors there, and not only are they tasting well, they just taste so good, but they're healthy too. I mean, 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. It's, it's great perks, folks. You need your protein. If you know about fitness, it helps so much to get that. You want to get a little lean chisel? Get yourself some Built Bars. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. So use that promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, college football fanatics, have you ever heard of PrizePix? PrizePix is a daily fantasy thing that makes it so easy. I love this, and I know you will too. PrizePix is a leader in college sports daily fantasy, and what they do is special. They offer more college football props than anyone around, and they offer all the star players from the Power 5 conferences, Halo, Kenny Pickett, and Jordan Addison, as well as mid-major players you might have ever heard of. So think of guys like Corey Crooms, the guys we just talked about for Western Michigan. You might be able to find some props there as well. So they offer any prop you can think of from yards to touchdowns to interceptions thrown. All the users that deposit and use the promo code will receive a 100% instant deposit of up to $100. You pick two to five players and an over-under in their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you Versus those projected numbers, it also allows for mixed sports entries, so you can bet on Jordan Addison and LeBron James on the same day, or Sidney Crosby on the same day. It's crazy, isn't it? It's great. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Don't hesitate. Check out PrizePix.com or go to your App Store and download the app today. It's fantasy made easy.